Welcome to Real Talk with RJ and Matt. Join us each week as we break down merch by Amazon and print on demand with some of the top sellers on the platform. Learn from some of the best as we test theories and examine strategies to give you the tools and knowledge to find success in this industry. This podcast is sponsored by Merch Informer. Take your merch game to the next level by finding untapped niches and high sales volume keywords. Save hundreds of research hours by heading over to MerchInformer.com and grab a free three-day trial today. Links in the description below. All right, everyone, we have a special guest today. It's gonna, his name's uh, Anthony, and he is actually doing, uh, I really don't know how to explain it. It's like, uh, it was a B2B business, right? Or B2B? Yeah, but it's not in the sense that like uh, Mike Wall's doing it. It's more yeah. of like a fulfillment sense for for my one big account. Um, actually, a couple of accounts that I have. So it's not so much the promotion idea that Mike had. Um, it's really just a fulfillment standpoint. Yep, you're solving a problem for him. Absolutely, yeah. So they came to me because you know. So I my one big account is a political guy, um, and he has a campaign that's going on this year. He's running. Uh, for November election, um, and he wanted to get his products out, mainly T-shirts, but also like bumper stickers, signs, all that stuff. He wanted to get it out to the entire state, and um, it wasn't feasible for him to house the product himself at like campaign headquarters. Mm-hmm. I happened to know him uh, because of my family, and I just walked up to him one day at an event, and I was like, "Hey, I want to handle all your all your merchandise," and he's like, "Okay, reach out to my team," and you know that was that. So it was kind of serendipitous that I ran into him and Mike Wall had just talked about B2B and it opened my eyes to the other possibilities with, you know, POD uh, because I never really looked at it from that aspect before. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Only thing I'm thinking about right now when I, when I hear that is like uh, QR codes on election, uh, like on election uh, signs and stuff like that in people's front yards and stuff. So, oh, absolutely. <laughs> something no, like What's funny too is so they wanted they wanted lawn signs. Well, first they wanted t-shirts and then they wanted like hats, they wanted tote bags, they wanted everything. And I, I didn't have any experience with using other platforms yet to get those products. But when he asked me, I was like, Oh yeah, no problem, I'll do that. And then I realized, you know, for like lawn signs, I was trying to use Zazzle, but they were ridiculously priced for like one lawn sign. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you, I, you could order them in batch and get them for like three dollars a pop, whereas Zazzle was like $30 for mm-hmm. the end user, you know? So I was literally at first, I was housing lawn signs at my office yeah. and taking the orders manually and mailing them out myself. Um, they've since take, taken over that, but you know, at first it, it was definitely, it was a big to do to do that. So. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we missed something real fast too as well. So we had to go back and let's do the last seven days real fast for everybody. Um, sorry about that. So last seven days, there's 255 shirts sold at $763 in royalties. Nice. Right, uh, last, real fast? last seven days is 179 for 554 Okay. You want to go ahead and uh, share? You don't have to share yours, Anthony, for, uh, on your merch account? You want to share the last seven oh, days? I don't, I, don't, I don't even have it up. I don't okay. have it up. Okay. No All right. Okay, go ahead. So let's uh, let's get in your background a little bit because I know a little bit a uh, little bit about you, but I think it'll be interesting for people to kind of see everything that you have going on. Um, so you kind of found merch is just like a side hustle, right? Like you own your own business. Um, it, it sounds like you have a couple of different things going on. Yeah, so I started uh, a tattoo removal business two years ago now, and your business owner, you know, there's a pop right away from mm-hmm. just the, the novelty of a new business and people supporting you and whatnot. And about six months in, there was like a big lull and it was right after the holidays. And I was like, wow, I got to figure out something else to fill my downtime. Um, Cause I, I'm always trying to move and hustle and do things. And I think I was on Reddit and someone had mentioned merch by Amazon. And I was like, this sounds too good to be true. And um, I, I, I um, went to go get the invite. I had to wait like four months at that time. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot about it. Four months went by, got accepted. It was right before Father's Day. And okay. I, I was fortunate with that because I just I just kind of inherently knew to put up some Father's Day stuff and it just started selling. And like I was like, holy shit, this is like unreal. I, I really didn't do anything. I took 20 seconds to make a design and you know made like 50 bucks on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it kind of opened my eyes. And then fast forward to uh, September when football season was around and the whole I Don't Kneel movement was going on. Um, 
my I don't kneel shirt that I put up, I saw a celebrity wearing one that was like it. At the time, I didn't know anything about copyright or trademarks or anything like that. So I just put up something very similar. It was like the number one on Amazon for a while until Ken Real got <laughs> my ass. And uh, yeah, I made like thousands of dollars in 48 hours on that. And that's when I you know, was like, this is something I got to focus on, so. Right. So you make your own shirts? You do all the designing? I do 95% of them, yeah. Yeah, my philosophy at first was I wanted to do everything until I reached $100 per day, which I've mm -hmm. reached. Um, it's just an arbitrary number, but you know that was kind of, that was my goal. And so I will start outsourcing soon, but I just have so many things going on. Even though it's it makes it easier in the long term to outsource and get VAs and what that, it, it's still a process. You know, it, like it still yeah. still takes time and you know training them and dealing with them. So yeah, like honestly, with the VAs, like the first month is probably like one of the most hardest. And a lot of people give up. Like they that's like like the first week they give up. Like they just give up. Like this 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 don't work and. It takes time for the, the first month is really hard. And then you hit the uh, six month period and that's really hard because they kind of get used to you. And then they start trying to take advantage a little bit or yeah. they get a little bit lazy and you got to kind of bring them back in. Like it's, it's, I mean, it sounds great in theory, right? Like you're, you're outsourcing everything and you're going to take away all your worries. It's just, it's another thing you have to manage. It's just a different thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Right now I have, I have actually my receptionist who's working at the office here uh, I just have her on her downtime uploading things. So kind of nice. killing, killing two birds with one stone. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I want to, you know, I really want to focus on Etsy now and, you know, coming up uh, with Christmas and whatnot, but it just takes so much time. And I mean, I get, like I said, I was saying RJ before the show, I was like, I give it to you guys for doing what you guys do because <laughs> there's only so so many hours in the day. And I, I mean, I, I don't know how you guys do it, but you know what, honestly, like the, you know what, how it happened, um, is we just committed to like doing it once a week. We're just like, we're, we're going to do this once a week, no matter what we do. And I mean, that's kind of like, honestly, that's why like the production value is what it is. Like we just don't have the time to like edit it, make it all fancy, have the intro music or whatever, but you know, we can commit to an hour once a week and, you know, have a good conversation. Absolutely. And also yeah. too, I'll be getting the, uh, the, all the stuff up on the podcast this week too, for everybody to listen to it on iTunes. Yeah. RJ has been getting a ration of shit cause he's stopped uploading the podcast and people finally started to notice. <laughs> I was, it was a test. Someone just asked me if I'm using Printful. Yeah, I'm, I'm using Printful for uh, the B2B. Um, that's just what was the easiest for me to integrate. You know, I use, I didn't know how to integrate to their site originally. Uh, they used a WordPress site. I don't know anything about websites except, you know, I used Weebly, which was like a drag and drop site. Yeah. You know, um, so I used, I opened a Shopify store, put all my products on there for the B2B clients, and mm -hmm. then made a uh, buy now button that they could just add via HTML code uh, to their website. And that worked pretty seamlessly. Nice. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Okay. So customer sees like uh, the product and then okay, I'm not sure, like you talk about that. Like, so how do they actually so they, see the product? Yeah, like, they just want, they just wanted a store page, right? Okay. So they set one up and then I literally made a buy now button for every single product. Mm -hmm. And when you add that on to Shopify, it just or add, add it onto their WordPress site, it just shows up like seamlessly, like a grid. You know, you can you can customize it through Shopify, yeah. uh, and it integrates so easily. It takes seconds. Um, yeah, that's the beauty of Shopify. Like it's just, it's set up so well for for e-commerce. It makes it so bulletproof and easy. And then what I did, what I did for you know, I'm working with a couple of nonprofits. I set up another site that didn't have like my big B2B client, and now they just I don't know how to do the links. I know Flav knows how to do it. Um, where you can create a separate link for your where your website. I have to look into that. But um, they just direct people to my site, and then they buy. Like there was a golf outing that I was helping out. They mm -hmm. just they just sent it to there, and then bought it off to my website. So cool. Also, cool. I, th I think also too, um, a lot of people are going to be watching this, and they're not going to understand what's what's B two B. So I mean, yeah, anything business to business as opposed to like business to consumer, right? So obviously, merch is business to consumer um, inherently, right? But Mike Wall switched it to using it as a business to business play where, you know, businesses could use it to make money. Um, as far as like the promotion he had, right, he was offering a special if they bought the short shirt and wore it in, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's just basically using existing advertising and leveraging that with shirts instead of a flyer. Um, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, like I think the biggest thing that that Mike figured out, and I think that what you're using right now is just using it as a tool, right? Like Absolutely. finding a way to, you know, not have to carry inventory, not have to worry about 
ordering a bunch of shirts, dealing with screen printers, everything else, you're eliminating all of that mess for somebody and providing a seamless solution for them to be able to take care of whatever they need. Oh, 100%. And that's why, you know, that's why when I when I ran into this political guy, it wasn't he doesn't have a promotion to offer people to buy. He just it's, you know, kind of a, a, a cult thing, you know, so to speak, you know, just to create awareness and branding. And you can do that for anybody. Right now I'm talking to a casino on the East Coast. Um, they're very close to using me to add a promotion for the casino. Um, and that's going to be huge if I get that. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, it, I just want to encourage people to think differently. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many applications for merchandise. Everybody needs T-shirts in some yep. capacity. You know what I mean? Like, you can use it for so many things um, that the, the possibilities are endless. So, For sure, for sure. Um, can, you, uh, can you talk about your pricing in terms of how you're pricing everything for this client? Uh, yeah, for the big client, they didn't really have any – specifications as to what they want to charge. Um, I can say that I have a 55% profit margin on there, mm -hmm. um, which I think is pretty good, especially compared to obviously, for sure, you know, Amazon. Um, I did over 1500 uh, sales for them. Um, but when I say I lose this on the inside edition, is that those 1500 orders actually are not just single products, a lot of them are like, mm -hmm four to six shirts and stuff like that. So right. um, I can't really be specific on it, but obviously it's been pretty, uh, it's been pretty good. And then um, another nonprofit that I use, they had like 250 shirts that they ordered. I donated a lot of the profit back for that just because I was doing so well with the big one that I, mm -hmm. I essentially gave them all the money back on it. Um, so. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes total sense. Now on the uh, on the the big client, are you splitting royalties or you're just basically taking care of it for them and then they don't have to worry about it? Um, I can't really. Okay. Can't really say. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, now uh, with that, are, how are you, like, how where's the traffic coming from? Like, are they promoting, they're, they're promoting it, like, and yeah. like, the website or how is that working? Yeah, so they're doing it through their website. They also have a huge Facebook following, social media. Okay. Um, you know, there's there's millions and millions of dollars that go into political campaigns, like even at a local level. Um, so I've encouraged them to do sponsored ads on Facebook for like the merchandise for the store page. They've done it, um, and I don't I don't pay for that. So, uh, well, Ron said B two B said uh, burrito, burrito burrito. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to text it on my phone, put it on uh, Instagram, and he's <laughs> burrito burrito. Okay. Um, so are you still working on your merch business or have you found yourself transitioning more into like the business to business side of it? Uh, I wish I could say that I was focusing on one thing over the other, but really I'm just like, I have severe ADD, like honestly. Uh -huh. So like I'm constantly working on everything at one time. Nice. Um, you know, it's good and bad. You know what I mean? When I'm on, I'm on and when I'm off, I'm like all over the place. So um, I also, I do real estate on the side. I, it's like, it's unreal. So I, I wish I could, honestly, I wish I could just focus on POD for like ever. And that'd be the only thing because the lifestyle that you get with doing it is like unreal. You know what I mean? Like you, Matt, you know, having a brick and mortar business, like, yeah. you, have, you know, it's just, it's a totally different ball game. Lifestyle is totally different. And you know, well, I think you can't uh, scale it as easily, you know? Yeah. I mean, RJ, we have a, a buddy that uh, like is crushing it on Etsy with POD. Like, freaking crushing it and just traveling around all over the place. Like just living yeah. with a laptop, like living the life. He, uh, I think I saw him. He's he, your friends with my Instagram and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he just hit uh, three days ago. He hit over a hundred K in sales on Etsy. He started in April. Send me, send me a message said, thank you. And I was <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> 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 no, but you know what I mean? It's all love though. Like he's like, he's all thank you. Every time I like, like every time I hit like a milestone, I think of you and I appreciate it. Thank you. And he's Dude, all I, it's yeah. awesome because like people don't realize, like, especially like I equate as like investing in real estate, right? Like if you, you need like 10 houses, at least not near me to get a cash flow of $3,000 per month. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now we're doing that with t-shirts and it's so much, it's not, it's not easier per se, but it's definitely simpler, you know, and a lot less headache than a lot of other things you could be doing. Sure. For sure, for sure. So, what uh, what do you see your goals being going forward? Right. Um, so, your big client is going to be something that probably is not going to be continuous. 
Um, I mean, it's a flash in the pan, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, I'm riding the wave while I can. Uh, I'm definitely going to use it as a learning experience to move forward because it definitely opened my eyes to the potential. Uh, my next big goal is to land the casino. Um, right. I'm going to, I told them uh, a certain startup fee I'm going to be charging them is pretty significant um, because, you know, they're going to be a bigger client. It's going to be a lot more hands-on. Mm -hmm. I said on the inside dish, I really just aim for home runs, you know what I mean? Because I, I got so many things going on that I can't just like grind out small accounts, you know? Yeah. Um, as far as merch goes, I would love to get it to $10,000 a month as everybody would, but I just, it's so difficult now to like, you know, it used to be like you could put up 500 designs and know you were going to make $1,000. Mm -hmm. uh, but now it's just, it's, it's not like that at all. So. Yeah, for sure. They, uh, Cause they opened up to everybody and got people in third world countries. It's yeah, like, it's tough, you know. So many, you know, and I don't focus on people copying my designs. Like, I, I yeah. don't think I've ever looked ever, which yeah. is maybe bad because you know maybe I should be reporting them and stuff. But I think it's just part for the course, you know. And it's not worth the headache of like going back and reporting everybody. At least to me, it's not. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so we're gonna so we have a lot a lot of newbies probably watching, and um, uh, I think like how many times have you been turned down before you like before you got like your big account? Like, how many is how many times have you got turned down? Like you get turned down a lot or you just get lucky that first try? <laughs> so, I, I mean, that was my first one. That, uh, I got, I got, yeah, that was my first yeah, but one. Yeah, but it's not – so I, I want to change that really quickly, right? Because it's, it's not, not fucking – it's not yeah. luck. Like it's not luck, right? Like there's a reason you went out and you asked that person about it, right? Like you obviously had some kind of an inside. You had a connection with them, the ability to walk up to them and talk to them. And regardless, you had the balls to walk up and, and throw it out there. It's not luck. If you don't take the swing, like you're never going to put the ball in play. Yeah, absolutely. You push like ten people down, and then you're like, <laughs> then no, you I, the "Dude, that was literally the." I didn't say hi to him, right? I've known him for a couple of years, but like, I literally just walked up to him. I and I swear to God, I was like, "I want to handle your products for your for your campaign." Mm -hmm. He's like, "Okay, that was it." You know, so you don't you don't know if you don't ask. Um, there's definitely I have approached other businesses since yeah. then, and most of them have been no. Uh, they don't. You know, it was more the Mike Wall approach with the promotion. They just they don't really get it. You know what I mean? Um, I, it, you know, I say Amazon and they're like, how does Amazon help me? I try to explain it and they just, you know, then you want to charge them a startup fee and everybody wants to sell business. Like I know as a business owner, I get calls every day about some mm -hmm. marketing scheme and like it gets annoying. So I understand. So it's, it's tough to do it that way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No. Okay. Uh, let's see. So you're designing right now, right? You're uh you're so you're still doing the merch by Amazon business and uh what like what's your take on like designing like how how are you designing are you designing ahead or do you design for like like are you designing for trends are you like something pops up on the news you just start designing for it or are you designing for holidays like designing ahead? I was focusing on a lot of evergreen stuff like I think that was very popular like six to eight months ago right like everybody yeah. was like evergreen 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 but now with like the influx of new people on the platform mm -hmm. i feel like you kind of have to trace trends to get those big pops in in uh royalties and sales and whatnot you know last month i did i did just under a thousand uh sales but like my margins went down because or my average votes went down because of the pop sockets so the pop sockets gave me a good boost to my numbers but um you know i, I focus on a little bit of everything I, evergreen's great for christmas obviously people are going to search right. you know funny hiking shirt or gift for hiker or gift for whatever baseball player you know what i mean so definitely evergreen um but like my biggest sale so my biggest shirt so far was that i don't kneel shirt and that was a trend obviously um, I don't think people shouldn't not go after those. You should absolutely go after them because why not? You know what I mean? All it takes is one shirt to make you, you know, five, $6,000 and you just never know. So yeah, I wouldn't place all my eggs in one basket as well. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, so um, and then, uh, okay. Are you, uh, also to your designing yourself? Yeah, I do it myself. So at first I was like, it was a great creative outlet for me, you know, cause I've always been kind of artistic and whatnot, but my technical skills aren't there. So I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. You know, that was yeah. cool for like tier 100. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're trying to bang out a couple hundred uploads a day. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not so fun anymore. So I'm, I do a lot of simple text-based designs, like very simple text-based designs. And they sell. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's different approaches. Some people want to do quality, and that's great. And I, I just can't do that. I have to do quantity. So. I got you. So on the uh, business-to-business -business side, um, how are you approaching that? Like, is it just kind of – 
you know, you see some see somebody and you decide like I'm going to go in and pitch them, or do you have a game plan in terms of what you're going after? So like I operate with like my own organized chaos, and I really don't have a lot of systems in place, which is not good. Like I can admit that. For me, it works just because I, you know, I know how to handle it because I've been operating like that for so long. But as far as like focusing on new businesses, I kind of just let the opportunities roll for mm-hmm. me. Like I'm part of networking groups. Like I'm part of BNI. I don't know if you guys know what BNI yep. is, but it's like a uh, a, ne- a networking group that meets every week. So, you know, I'm always like on the side talking about that and I've gotten referrals and stuff like that. So I don't really go out like door to door. I don't have the time to do that. But if I, if I weren't in my office, like doing tattoo removal, I would a hundred percent, I'd be knocking on doors, going to businesses all day, every day. Cause the potential is there. If you've got a, if you have a good BNI group, um, like the amount of leads and referrals you can get from that group is actually pretty insane. Dude, um, it's a, it's like a cult, you know what I yeah, mean? Like it really is. Like they literally like, once they know that like this is what you're doing, any person they know that might possibly be interested in what you're doing, they just send them your way. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have to drink the Kool Aid, right? Like you have to be there and, and refer people. Yeah. But like it gets to a point where you get to know these people, like you feel obligated to refer them. So now you're looking, you know. You basically become a sales force for someone else and that's you know when you get 40 you know my group has 40 people in it that's a lot of people to like mm-hmm. be out there all the time talking you know so um yeah i encourage even people with merch and doing the business to business play join a bni group because i guarantee they're, they're nationwide yeah, yeah they're nationwide they're all over the place it's a business networking group um that uh it costs a little bit of money to join but if it's a good group and that's the caveat is you need to make sure that it's an active group that they're actively reaching out to new members, they're actively bringing people in and they're actively referring stuff. Um, it's really powerful. I know a guy that built his entire um, IT business on top of it and does really well. And literally all of his clients come direct from that. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's. I think it is international too. So mm-hmm. when, like, if I'm visiting abroad and I'm a member of BNI, I can go to another chapter and sub in like right. Japan or something like that. And even locally, there's a bunch of chapters. So I bounce around substituting for people and just expanding my network. Um, and just getting the word out there. So definitely, I mean, people have to be active. You know, I think a lot of people in these groups, they want to be told what to do and then they don't do it, to be honest with you. Uh, they just want to be like, <laughs> you know, they want that motivation, but they just don't follow through on it. They want to be spoon fed. They want to be told you need to do this, this, and this, and you're going to be promised a thousand dollars. That's not how life works. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people just need to take action. That's really, that's it. I mean, it sounds silly and cliche, but it's it's so simple, but it's so true. You know what I mean? Just do it. You know, it's the truth. I mean, like, I, I just, you know, I mean, so this little side rant, but like the number of people I see that are asking questions in Facebook group, and they want to know every little detail on what you're doing, like how do you do this and how do you do this and how do you do this, and I'm like, just go fucking do it. Like at the end of the day, you need to just start doing it, and you'll figure that stuff out. Like if you need to have every little answer for every single process and how we're doing something, you're never going to get anything done. Yeah, I mean, I get it because I was kind of like that at first. I'm sure I actually when I uh, just saw the link from RJ, I had met. I think the last message was me asking him a bunch of those questions. Um, but like I acted on it anytime, especially Ken Real. He was dude. He was like instrumental mm-hmm. in my start with merch. And he like the helping hand that he gave to me for nothing was like awesome. It was it was incredible, you know, so props to him. Um, but I took action, you know what I mean? I followed his advice, you know? Right. A lot of people just sit back and, I mean, it, it does get discouraging, especially now because you can't measure as easily as far as the number of designs you put up. You're not seeing that immediate return mm-hmm. like you used to. And especially the royalties are lower now. and um, So it, it does get discouraging, I get it. I think it's, you know, people complain about new people coming onto the platform, but you don't realize how difficult it is to stick with it. So I think a lot of people fall off or they, or they get terminated. And, I mean, I think that's true. I just, I think that like for every new person that comes on, right? Like you're still dealing with Bo and you're dealing with Amy and you're dealing with Ken and you're, you know what I mean? You're dealing with me and RJ and everybody else that's been on the platform for the last, you know, 18 months to, to three years. Like we're not slowing down in the number of things we're putting up. So yes, there is newer competition on the platform, but there's a lot of people that now like understand the game and they understand it a lot better and they're putting better stuff out. Like Absolutely. The, you have to, you have to step your game up. Absolutely. Yeah, for reals. I think it's uh, it's, it's it's pretty important right now. Everybody's hopping on because it's quarter four. They throw up a shirt and it does make a sell, of course. But then after like uh, February, everybody's just gonna fall off again, and then you're gonna have twice as many shirts up or three times as many shirts up, and then here comes quarter four again, and you're gonna still make those sales. It don't matter because you're just continuously uploading throughout the whole year. So very. That's important. Like, yeah, when everybody's complaining about the new people, I was more concerned about people like you guys and. Oh, you know what I mean? Because you guys have the slots and you guys are going to work. You know what I mean? Like, 
I signed up. I can't tell you how many friends I signed up on the merch program, and they're like, "Dude, yeah. how, how do you make this money?" And I'm like, I, "I'm telling you how I make this money, and you're not doing what I'm telling you." So you know, I cannot, you know, I can't hold your hand all the time. For sure, for sure. I mean, like you know, I, I talk to Bo almost every day, right? Like, and that guy's grinding every single day. And by grinding, I don't mean he's uploading 20 shirts. He's uploading like 150 to 250 shirts a day. Yep. Like that stuff adds up. Like that's if you if you really want to get to the point where you're successful on the platform, like that's the mentality you need to have. If that's the model that you want to do, you know what I mean? But that's also like why we've been talking about like why you need to look about doing things a little bit differently. That's why like the business to business model where, you know, you have one client that is doing a thousand shirts a month for you. Like there's no competition there. There's nobody out there trying to take that from you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, people think that, you know, they can make a full-time income with part-time effort. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. People that's don't really like three thousand dollars a month or whatever. It's like it's a lot of money. You know what I mean? People, I think people underestimate how how much money that is, and but they don't want to put in the work for it. So I don't know. If I was doing it full time, I you know I would definitely be doing a lot better. But it just it does take a lot of time if you don't have VAs and whatnot. So yeah, for sure. Let's see, let's see. Uh, there goes uh, Eric and Kristen going at it. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but uh, honestly, I think it's a growing process. Um, at first, too, like I started off with like everybody else. Like I didn't know nothing. I was testing and doing a lot of stuff and trying to figure out how to. Like, I don't even know how to. I'm still learning how to design. Like, but like my designs are selling. They're not the best designs, but they're selling. And I, I know that if I upload them, uh, it does have a chance of making a sell. So that's why I just like, if I see something, I'm gonna kind of just flood a niche and see what happens. And it does. They do make sales. So. Yeah, dude, you've been doing awesome. I've been following you since you've been on it since day one, dude. And you've been doing great. And like where you've come is like unreal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and the thing too with like designing, some of my best sellers are just simple text designs that I made in over on my phone in five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just threw up there. So you know, you just never know. And and people need to attack like general keywords. You know what I mean? Like I have a dog t-shirt that took off that it just like it was funny dog t-shirt and it ranked for funny dog t-shirt on the front page. You know what I mean? So you, I don't know. I mean, not saying that you should necessarily always go after big niches, but I know we always talk about niching down and stuff or niching down. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys say it, but um, so you should you should say niche just because it pisses off Josh Brown, and I love doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I just I think people should definitely niche down, but also put some general keywords in there. At least that's what's worked for me. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Like the most important thing there is like there's multiple ways to win, right? Like you can do super simple designs, um, and we know people that like crush it with super simple designs. Or you can focus on like doing stuff. You guys see that, or is that too much glare? No, that's cool. Yeah, see it. Yeah, you can do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, stand out a little bit differently that way. Stuff that like it's custom that people can't go out there and get. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like a lot of milestone stuff. And the reason why trending stuff does so well, I, I forget who, who talked about this previously, but, you know, Walmart or Target's not going to put up, you know, yep. a trending shirt. You know what I mean? Like exactly. the only place to go is online. Um, so definitely that's why I think trending succeeds on online. I actually went into a store and I seen a uh, Forever 21 shirt and uh, I just caught my eye and I made it and um, it actually still makes sales to this day. It made like two sales yesterday. So That's awesome. something to think about. It's like you just walk around. You're just like, whoa, I go to the shirt right there. And yeah. Uh, also, sure. I think, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, just go walk through Walmart. Go walk through Target, right? And see what they have up, especially around holidays, right? Because Target's already got all of their Halloween stuff up. Um, I'm assuming Walmart does too. Like go walk through the stores and just see, not necessarily like what the design looks like, but see what they're marketing to. See what the sayings are. See what all that stuff is. Because they've done market research. Like they know what people are looking for. Absolutely, absolutely. Are you in Forever Twenty One? That's a really yeah, good question, RJ. Why were you in Forever Twenty One? Can we talk about this? Uh, I used to get my V necks from there a while back. We have a Forever Twenty One for men section. Sure. There goes Chris. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, but um, and also too, that's all I do. Like, like I, like I stay in contact with my my designer, and I'll send him like pictures of the shirts like in store, and I'll send it over to him. He'll make them like in. Like three minutes or whatever, like fast. So make them fast. It's pretty good at designing. So something to think about. Um, yeah, you're not like you, everything's right here on your cell phone. It's not that hard. Just to stay in contact with somebody. Snap a picture of a shirt, and then just get forwarded to your designer. Pretty simple. Or do it on over. Over. You do it right there on your phone. 
Dude, I'm like a savant on over now. Like, the shit <laughs> I can do with it, like, is better than some Photoshop skills just because that's all – I literally, that's all I use now. I used to use GIMP on my computer, but I just use over we went to uh, we went to Vegas at the beginning of the year, and we met up with John and Amanda Balcazar, and we just we went out, had dinner, like had some drinks or whatever. And I remember we're walking down the street, and John is showing my wife this design that he like just thought up as we're walking down the street. He made it on over, like finished it, uploaded it, put it on merch like within like less than ten minutes. And he's like, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you when it sells. Absolutely, yeah, he's killing it too, doing over. I remember, I remember seeing that. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's why there's so many ways to do it. People just they they want the answer, but there's no one answer. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> There's no one answer. So are you using over uh, or Photoshop? Or like, what are you using to? What tool are you using to? I'm using o over pretty primarily, and I mean, I'll manipulate some graphics with GIMP, but I'm, I'm not like my technical skills are not there. So I keep it very simple. Um, for trending stuff, I will like go on Fiverr or something, which I don't know if it's the best way to get a designer, but you know, I will order designs on there. But, okay, then how many shirts did you sell last month with on your merch account? You said. 947 i think just okay. on that thousand yeah okay so but my, but my 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 margin my profit went down by or my royalty per per product went down by like 20 percent because of yeah. the uh pop sockets. Pop, pop sockets. okay well just the, the the point that i'm trying to get through right here he's just using the over app and he's sold over 900 shirts uh last month so you a lot of people i think they're overthinking it you just got to do it you know what i mean and then how many li how many live do you have if i have um 3500 live so, I've been really, I've been slacking. I honestly have not been uploading that much um, just because I have been, you know, actually with the B2B, people don't realize there's a lot of work that goes behind it, you know, behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. People are constantly emailing me, you know what I mean? So there is customer service involved that you have to deal with. Right. I forgot Germany and uh, the UK. There's, there's nothing to talk about in Germany yeah, and the UK. <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to talk about that yet? Well, we can talk about it all you want. I just have nothing to talk about. Like, oh no, the last seven days. <laughs> yeah, last seven days, I've sold two shirts. Oh, okay. Same here. Let's see. Give me a second. Oh yeah, right here. Uh, seven and three. How many taco shirts did you sell in Germany? I sold it actually like a Mexican Independence Day. Really I sold cool. the Mexican Independence Day too. That was really, it's a horrible shirt. It's a shirt I, we made uh, like when we first got on the platform. I was like, that sold? Are you kidding me? Like the colors don't even match. No, it's yeah. horrible. It looks like crap. <laughs> yeah, I sold a 4th of July shirt in Germany. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> How's my grandpa's account? Oh, no. He's not even, he's not, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, honestly, I just stopped. I was like, you got to help me. So he didn't help me. So then. Can't do it for him. For um, sure, for sure. So, are you? Uh, you said you have an Etsy shop outside of the business to business side, right? Yeah. So I did. I did pretty well for Father's Day. Once mm -hmm. again, I got into Etsy right before this Father's Day. I had like two products take off, and I, I mean, they sold a couple hundred, which on Etsy it was awesome because it was like ten dollars a shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was cool for like a couple weeks. Just getting into Etsy gave me a little boost. But um, yeah, I haven't really uploaded that much recently just because I've been so busy at work. But um, yeah, I mean, Etsy's a, it's a different level of work too, especially when you have multiple things going on. That's where like merch is like the perfect side hustle if you have, you know, a main hustle because it's just all of the other pieces that go along with a business you don't have. You know, just take care of the uploading, get it up, make sure you're staying consistent with that. And you don't have to worry about all the other stuff. Um, whereas Etsy, like, yeah, you still have to do the upload, then you have the customer service. You know, there's there's a lot more work. Yeah, I mean, I'm using Printful, and they're really pissing me off, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I can't. Preach to the choir. So yeah, we, actually, we actually, like, I don't know. I mean, people have probably seen I've made some pretty loud posts about Printful in a couple of different groups. So, um, yeah, we left Printful. We're not going back. Yeah, I mean, just the processing times, I you know, I can't tell you how much money out of pocket I've had to put out because mm -hmm. they haven't fulfilled in time, you know? So... I don't know. It's tough. And even when I expedite it, even when I get in there, Same. you know, it's just like for someone's birthday. And now I feel bad and now I look bad and you know, all I can do is refund it and damage control. But Yeah. I mean, luckily so far it hasn't come back and bitten us in the ass yet. Um, Cause we managed to, for the most part, other than one order, we managed to get it to people. Um, but we dropped so much fucking money on overnight shipping and everything else to try and to, to get it to them where they, when they needed it by. And these are for like, you know, bridal showers, bachelorettes, like stuff where if they don't have these shirts, it's, it's a big fucking deal. They need them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, because uh, was it Princey is a, uh, like a 
third party company, right? They're like Princey? the Millab. Printify? Is that what you're thinking of? Prince or Princey? Okay, so Printify. There's Printify and Princey. Princey is Dennis Duncan's software to upload to Printful, so it okay. kind of automates the process of uploading. Printify is a is a uh, third party marketplace for. Um, printers. So they have a bunch of different printers that are yeah. underneath them on Printify. And then you can choose whichever one you want based on product price, you know, shipping time, all that stuff. Okay. All right. Cause I was watching a few videos how people say like the, the packaging kind of sucks. Uh, well, Printful is like kind of like top tier up there, but of course if their orders are not on time. I mean, I don't sense. really honestly care about the packaging cause I don't think it's like people are buying shirts to like look at the pretty box. I think people are buying shirts because they want the end product. You know what I mean? As long as the end product looks good, that's all I care about. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the biggest difference with me to on that's yeah, I'm this kind of off topic a little bit, but is running a sale constantly. I mean, that's you know, whenever I don't have a sale going, I've noticed my sales drop off significantly, and so I price higher. I mean, I price like twenty nine ninety nine and then do a twenty five percent discount, and they sell mm -hmm. all day. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, honestly, it happened to me yesterday. Hello, no sales. I knew it was too good to be true. And then I ran a sale, made a sale like right after that. And then today it's like, it's going good again. So I was yeah, like, I wish you could keep them running for longer, but there's like a time limit on it, right? Like a month or yeah. something. Yeah. Because yeah. I forget. And another thing I forget too is I always change my quantity and then I'll run out and forget to. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, so that's a that's a tip that uh, our boy Flav gave that I think is actually really smart. It makes you look like more like a real business. So instead of having nine 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 be your quantity on like your stuff for POD, like make it like twenty four or twenty two, something that looks realistic. You look more Absolutely. like a an actual shop. Someone just asked about free shipping. Yeah, I don't do free shipping. I mean, I think people on Etsy are happy to pay for shipping. That's just my. I mean, I don't really have any factual <laughs> evidence for that, but. I don't. I haven't suffered from not offering free shipping. I don't think. I think both ways work. I, I think yeah. it. Uh, it just depends on what you're doing. Like both ways work. You you can. I mean, free shipping is not free shipping. Like you just build it into your price. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Amazon actually spoiled the world with the free shipping. Yeah, that's. No. <laughs> there's definitely some truth to that. How many products are you guys offering on Etsy? Like different products. I offer four. That's it. I offer, I offer uh, a t-shirt, um, two different kinds of tanks, and two t-shirts and two different kinds of tanks. We're going to add a hoodie for uh, you know the holidays. But yeah, I've been, I've been seeing a big uptick in hoodies actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously it's that time of year, so yeah, I think I did four or five. Uh, but honestly, I think that the the Razorbacks, uh, the Razorbacks, they uh, like this. They take the longest to fulfill, and I noticed that too because like, it's like the last day. I was like. This, this thing having me shipped out and this was like three days ago or no four, four, four or five days ago. And I was like, it's the last day. And, yeah. I've noticed yeah. that uh, their stock on next level is better than their stock on the Bella canvas for the racerbacks. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, if you, if you guys are using uh, Bella can the Bella canvas racerbacks, um, I'd think about moving to the next level through Printful. Don't use the 8800. Which one's the 8800? That's the flow. Oh, yeah. Don't use the 8800. It's the flowy racerback that they have that they never have stock on, and it always runs long, and they always fuck up the printing. And then your customer gets pissed because their shipment goes out late. Uh, Matt's talking to Alexa right there on the side. Yeah. Yeah, my wife, Alexa. <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I think just well, – I don't really don't know. I haven't had any bad experiences yet with uh, Etsy, but Matt, when I went to go visit him, that was the first thing he said. He's like – I mean, Printful, and you're just mad about them. So, so what is your buddy doing differently? That's he's seeing just like this exponential growth. Um, I don't even know. Like, I don't like honestly. I'm that's honest. honest to God truth. Like, well, we like we've both like had conversations behind the scenes. Like, the fuck is he doing? Like, how are we doing this? What the fuck is he doing? What is he not telling us? Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, it's consistency, right? Like his stuff is good um, and like it all kind of fits together. The branding goes together, everything else. But whatever the secret sauce is, whatever took it from, you know, doing a good as a shop to doing spectacular, I don't know. So is he like, is he niche based on Etsy? Nope. No, it's a general shop. And that's another thing too. Like, it's like, I think he even told me, he was like, man, I think I just, Etsy likes me on their, like their algorithm likes me. Like they're just catching and I was like, dude, how are you doing this? Like, I have noticed that though. If you're consistent on Etsy, I've definitely seen sales stay yeah. consistent on Etsy. So if you're uploading and doing the right thing, you know, which I think people should take lesson from that 
from Etsy and apply that to other PODs because why wouldn't Amazon or other platforms use a similar, you know, style to, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's true on Amazon. I mean, I, it's kind of anecdotal, but I do notice that when uh, our sales took a big jump up, when the stuff started porting over to the UK and Germany, like when we had like our uploads are getting maxed every single day and yep. suddenly my sales numbers just started going up and up and up. Um, and we haven't uploaded as much over the last you know week or so. And I've noticed our sales numbers slowly starting to decline. I mean, same, it's yeah, same thing happening. Um, now does it, does your friend have, he has a lot of listings on Etsy, I assume, or? Yeah, he's got, I mean, he's got a decent amount, like when you break it down, but it's not like it's like 4,000 shirts or anything like that. Oh, okay. So it's not like my like my shop. Like I have like over eleven hundred listings, and well, they're falling off, and my my actual conversion rate is increasing now, from yeah. Like the previous, like uh, Matt helped me out a little bit, and then he helped me out a little bit, and then I was just like, you know what, let's let's just rock this. Let's, let's see what they what happens, and I've been making consistent sales. I taught RJ everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told Matt thank you. I was like, thank you, man. Like you, like myself. Uh, I mean, it, it really wasn't that. It wasn't that big. It was just like some little tweaks or whatever that I think made a difference. Um, but and then also just you know, I think the stuff that you're putting up is a little bit better than what it was before too. You know what I mean? Like before, you were just kind of just throwing everything up there. How do you know? You been spying on me? Because I seen your <laughs> shop. You showed it to me, fool. Uh, okay. Well, I think Etsy is great for milestone stuff, right? Like yeah, people go sure. on Etsy to search for birthdays, anniversaries, stuff like that. So that's what I try to focus on. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also like just understanding the customer on Etsy, right? Like it's women, like predominantly it's women. So you need yes. to be designing either shirts for women or stuff that a woman is going to buy for her kid, her husband, whatever. 100%. Um, yeah, like if you're designing like, you know, Trump shirts and stuff like that, they might not do quite as well on Etsy as other things. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, they're also getting a lot of they're getting away with a lot of trademark stuff on Etsy yeah. too. Yeah, they're getting away there, with a lot of stuff. There are a lot of people doing some dodgy stuff. I think also also too with Etsy, um, it's a very powerful platform because it's like giving you so much information. But not only that, like you can leverage it to build like other like your other social media platforms. A mm -hmm. lot of people don't see that. Uh, like you have like you can click on the Instagram link and then it'll send you to Instagram. And you click on the Facebook link, it'll send you to Facebook. You can click on your actual website and it'll send it to your actual website. I've seen a few people use coupon codes. Like if you go to my website and apply for my email list, you'll get a free coupon. And that's very powerful right there. That's free. Oh, yeah. yeah, the tools that you have with Etsy. I, I, I mean, I think Etsy is like the next big thing. Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's been said, obviously. But um, I mean, I think this fourth quarter is going to be unreal for Etsy. Yeah, the data that you get from Etsy too is is priceless. Like we've had so many shirts where like I just go in the back end and look at like what your customers were searching for when they found your shirt to buy it or whatever. And more often than not, you'll find that like they weren't searching for the exact thing on your shirt. So you take that string, turn it into a shirt, put it up there, and it sells like exactly. all the time. And and you have a lot of repeat customers. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that's the biggest and you can you can talk to them. Like just being able to talk to somebody is is especially if you have good customer service skills, which everybody should have, but uh yeah, it definitely helps. Yeah, that was something I had to convince RJ of too. Like oh. <laughs> replying to your customers quickly. Like how many more sales do you get, RJ, because you respond quicker to your customers? Sometimes like the like last week I averaged like one sale a day. Yeah. Um, but I was just I was just so frustrated, man, because I was just like uploading and I was like, you know what, forget that. And I was like, you know what, I'll start paying attention to it more. And then all of a sudden like I started making sales. So that, Not, that's really cool. I send out one after every order. I mean, I don't know if you guys do that or if, you know, I don't, I don't have to do a lot of volume right now. So mm -hmm. maybe slow down, but I say, you know, thanks for choosing my shop, blah, 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 this and that, you know, it's a great way to start a conversation. Like we just, we have, we have a lot of customers that like we've had extended conversations with because whether it was a custom order or it was something that they needed by a specific time or whatever. And that's how you create fans. Like, I can't tell you how many compliments we've gotten because our customer service, like, wow, you guys actually responded to us. You didn't take a day to respond to us. Like the, the bar is so low with what people expect. So that when you do 50% better than what they expect, they're blown away. Absolutely. And, and at, to that point too, is like, you should respond as quickly as possible because they are searching and they hit the search bar. They'll find someone else. You know what I mean? So for sure, for I sure. do it with my brick and mortar business. If someone emails me at 10 o'clock at night, I, I, if I can get back to them, I get back to them. You know? We all have our phones in hand. Like, I mean, literally, yeah. like your phone's right there. Like, how long does it take you to type up a response? Yeah. I do wish that Etsy had a uh, an automated response thing. That would be really nice. Yes, yes, 100%. I, I think they do. That's what I was looking at right now. Um, they have, a, after you make a purchase, you can put, like, this is what I was thinking right now. After you make a purchase, you can put, like, follow me on Instagram over here. 
So just kind of just grow that following. It'll send them a message, like a conversation. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm looking. I'm looking for right now. It says it's somewhere right you, on the back. I don't know if you can. I know you can do it with when we when you put your shop on vacation mode, you can create a message that gets sent out automatically. But I don't know if there's something for that. If there is, that'd be good. Here, let me. I gotta find that. Well, I'll find, are, you, I'll, are you guys still on vacation mode, Matt? No, we uh, took our shop actually off vacation mode today. We had a sale three hours later for seven shirts. Oh wow! Awesome. Yeah, so okay. nice way yeah. to come back. Okay, so on settings and go to uh, information. Jay says there's an auto thank you note after purchase. Yeah, go to information and appearance, and then you scroll down. It'll say message to buyer. It'll say uh, yeah, right there after right. including the receipt after the email. Nice. That's pretty. That's pretty big, actually. Yeah. I include a ten percent off coupon. Cool, cool, cool. Right, right, right. Yeah, we do the same thing. Um, you guys have any questions for uh, for Anthony? Let's yeah, I wish I, I wish I gave more specific, you know, nuggets, but I really don't have any. <laughs> it's it's really just putting in the effort. You know now, I mean? um, are you um for like the brand part on uh, merch by Amazon? Are you putting everything under one brand, or are you going just like each each niche? Each brand? Man, that's been a constant battle. Like for the longest time, I was doing random brands, and then I did my main brand plus niche plus apparel. Then I just started switching to my brand, and I just I don't have enough data to know which one's working better than the other. You know. Um, obviously, people like Chris Green and, and Amazon, right? They say do one brand, I guess, right? So, I may switch to that. I don't, I don't know. What have you guys experienced? I think that uh, here's my advice: um, if you have really good stuff, don't put it all under one brand or have one brand that makes it easy to find all of your stuff. Um, if your stuff is more basic and it is like um, let more text-based, less like graphics and stuff, then I don't think it matters as much because it's harder to knock those off and do pixel for pixel things. But if you have really good stuff and it's all under one brand, and it's easily found, you'll find that the uh, the pixel for pixel copycats will will really team up quick. But that's a shame because even if you have like your brand plus niche, you could just go on merch research or whatever and search. You know, that's I. I'm I have noticed some copycats, they just copy my brand. And I'm like, <laughs> that yeah. doesn't even mean anything to them. You know what I mean? It's just like- 100%. I, I just, you know, we used to have, both me and RJ had all of our stuff pretty much under one brand. And now everything I do is under pretty generic, uh, generic things, just to make it a little bit harder for them to catch up. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, usually for like general things, like I have a, birth, a 40th birthday shirt that mm -hmm. the brand was just like funny 40th birthday shirts and it, and it took off. So I, I, I really don't know. Yeah, uh, that's another thing too. I think uh, some like someone came in and like from my back to school and came in, copied like pretty much my whole, my whole niche for pixel for pixel, and I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> so, yep. Not cool at all. Don't do that, guys. If you're watching this, and I'm pretty sure it's people from like overseas that are doing that too. Well, I mean, I think it's the yeah, it's the same people that are like hopping on your brand and like having uh, the same brand name and trying to make. Like we've got a shirt that's that's selling really well right now. It's like 20k BSR. It's been that way for almost a month, and like the number of people that have now like hopped on my brand and tried to do a version of the shirt that's like a really shitty copy of the shirt, so it stands yeah. out on the page. Like you scroll down, and it's like holy shit, that's a really ugly shirt. Um, yeah, it's just like how are you expecting to sell that stuff? Yeah, for sure. Well, the yeah, good thing too is at least if they copy the ones that have taken off already. You know, it's harder for them to yeah. overtake it. Now, what, let me ask you: What's your what's your idea for pricing as far as when that something happens? Because I have a shirt, like my 40th birthday shirt, it's like under 20k. Like, I want to mess with the pricing a little bit, but I don't know. I'm in such a competitive niche, um, and there's a ton of FBA sellers in that niche, along with the merch sellers, um, that uh, my price is 17.99 on the shirt, and I'm not, probably not going to raise it up any further than that because if I do, it's just it's pricing itself out of the market. Like people That's aren't going to spend three or four dollars more for a shirt when they can get something else. So, but it's got the Amazon Choice badge on it right now, so it just it's it does volume constantly. That's awesome. If you guys want that shirt, you guys can go ahead and uh, PayPal me a hundred dollars, and I'll share. Share that shirt with you guys. You can share that shirt, one hundred percent. Just kick me half of that money. Like, please try and knock that shirt off. That shirt is so like. This is one of the things that really like stood out to me over the last uh, last couple of months. That shirt is so simple; it's yeah. like almost impossible to knock off. Like, you it, what are you gonna do? Like, it, it's literally it's it's one like simple line graphic and a saying. That's it. That's yeah. mine. That's like mine too right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it has reviews. That's the thing though too. Is like it's ranking uh -huh. already, and it's like the way it's ranking for like in that big niche. 
it's like you, you can copy it, but you're still not going to beat the sales. You're never going to, yeah, you're never going to show up in front of it. So that's another thing, though, too. That's a, that's another good uh, point right there. So there's no point, like if you guys want to scale your business, there's no point in copying someone's design. Stop copying people's design. There's no point in do that because it's like it's not you can't scale that. There's no reason. I don't know. Just. Yeah. Also, too, we're gonna ask. Um, the newsletter is coming out tomorrow. Uh, Matt, yeah. you're gonna drop that tomorrow, and yep. we also have the August research down below. If you guys haven't uh, purchased that, you can kind of see how me and Matt kind of just we actually design ahead, and it's the way we do things with our VAs. So um, it's actually a lot of information in there. Pretty cool. Too, as there's well. a ton of information in there, and then there's also uh, pop socket information in there for the first time. So. People, people, people should be donating money to you guys right now on YouTube. Isn't there a way to do that? No. Yeah, there is, but there's a yeah, whatever. <laughs> we, got, we got a bunch of taco money last week. Uh, <laughs> you guys are gonna have to maybe go over there and take Matt out for tacos now. Yeah, you, act like, you act like that's a bad thing, man. You're gonna get out of banning. You should you should be celebrating. <laughs> I went to Riverside to try those uh, death tacos. Yeah, I saw I saw that that uh, that video was that looked painful, man. Like it looked like other Matt was like not happy. And I was like, that's another thing too. Every single Matt in my in my life, they're all smart motherfuckers. So it's pretty cool. He's like, I was like, this is his idea. That was his idea. Uh -huh. So are you ready? And I was like, I'm ready. Let's go. And then we go, and he was like, I'm going first. <laughs> and then I just recorded him. I was like, all right, here we go. Oh. We, we gotta stop talking about food. I'm in a weight loss competition right now for quite. Oh, a I saw that. It was like a two thousand dollar a person bet or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. We're one month down, two months to go. So, what are you doing uh, strategy-wise? I'm doing a keto diet. Oh, look at that. We we got we got a little uh, uh, forever twenty-one underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm just doing a keto diet and watching watching my intake. You know, um, I've dropped I dropped twenty-five pounds the first month. So nice. Yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, once again, it's doing it, just consistency, you know, yeah. it's, it's everything in life, you know, I, I'm like, a, I was addicted to food, like just emotional eater all the time, especially when I get stressed. So it's been tough curbing that. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate that, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, okay. Well, di a diet is obviously key with anything if you're, if you're working out. I Dude, so, I mean, it's, so, it's so simple too. I mean, you don't have to do some crazy diet. You just count your calories. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's it. Eat less, move more. That's it. I, I, honestly, I want pizza after this. After you start, don't say pizza. that. I haven't I'm had pizza. Not. I haven't had pizza in two months. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Anthony can actually get good pizza back there too. Yep. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. Are you? Uh, you coming out to Seattle? No, I wish. I can't get out there though. Gotcha. All right. We got to do something on the East Coast. You guys got to get out this way. Go down to we the We talked about it with Anthony. We, like, I'll talk to him about it in Seattle when I see him because um, he just didn't know when the, this conference was going down. And then obviously nobody wants to go back there in the middle, you know, like late October, November, December. It's going to be frozen. Um, so it'll probably be sometime next year. But yeah, we've talked about doing something out there. Dude, that'd be awesome. Have you guys been, you guys been in New York? No, I've never, I've never been, uh, I've never been further east than Minnesota. That's where my dad's family's from, is Minnesota. So, wow. like next year for sure, my wife and I have talked about it. Like we want to go back to New York and spend some time back there, and you know, just see the East Coast. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, man, for the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, yeah, um, I haven't been to New York. Uh, I think I've been to Colorado. I've been to Utah. But I've never been on a plane though, so I'm gonna be in on a plane for the first time, like in two. Or well, two you've never been on a plane? No, I don't like I don't like airplanes. I don't like it either, but you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's gonna be fun. Found, you, you gotta yo go get hypnotized. Go to a hypnotherapist. I talked about this on the inside with uh, with Anthony. Go uh -huh. to a, I'm telling you, I didn't believe in it, but it cured my fear of flying. <laughs> No. All right. <laughs> sounds like sounds like we're gonna go find a hypnotist in Seattle, RJ. <laughs> no, nah, we're. I don't know what we're gonna do. We need content for the. You need content for your vlog, bro. Uh, okay. Dude, yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy. If you look on YouTube right now, a lot of those like YouTubers are do, getting hypnotized. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. You guys should all be making donations right now for me to get RJ hypnotized. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get me hypnotized. Uh -huh. Yeah. Young can't be there. He'll probably be messing get our, with me. Get our to think he's a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Nah, uh, I don't even know what we're gonna do, but it'll be fun in Seattle. Um, a lot of us are going, and uh, we're all gonna be hanging out. So, are you gonna are you gonna cry on the plane? Uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna cry. Probably 
just <laughs> that fall asleep. I'm more worried about RJ getting drunk and not getting on it. <laughs> no, alcohol is no good for your fatigue. You gotta take you gotta take some Xanax or something from the doctor. Get prescribed. <laughs> I don't. I don't condone recreational. <laughs> oh, <man>. No, <laughs> for when when you need it. When you need it. I just take the train to Seattle. Yeah, right. I'll be mad. Um, okay, yeah. So um, I think that's gonna do it right there. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you so much, Anthony. Yeah, I thanks think, for having me, guys. For yeah, sure. Appreciate you coming on. Everybody, uh, go ahead and give this video a thumbs up and share it. Thank you guys for watching. Thank Have you guys. See you guys.